What's up, guys? Shane Winnings here with another episode of Pursuing Jesus, the podcast, episode 12. We're talking about weed, Christians and weed. I'm going to be basing this off of um, a couple of different scriptures, really. There isn't one scripture for weed, necessarily, but there are biblical principles that we should apply to this. And uh, when we look at the, you know, um, the comparable, I guess, would be alcohol, because people always bring that up. And Ephesians 5.18 says, Do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. We're going to elaborate on that. Hey, I want to thank you for listening. Last year, in the whole year, we reached 110,000 uh, streams. This year, we already are at almost 40,000 in a month, you know, almost a month and a half. That's crazy. If we're on pace to break 300,000, easy. Uh, maybe we can hit half a million streams. That would be insane. So I want to thank you guys for listening. And listen, last year we were in the top 1% of shared podcasts for all of Spotify. That includes Joe Rogan. That includes Jordan Peterson. That includes all of these people that you love and respect. We were in the top 1% of most shared. So please keep sharing if these podcasts speak to you. The easiest way to do so, one, just copy the link, message it to some friends and some family. I love sending a podcast to family members. Two, take a little screenshot, uh, post it on Instagram. You can tag me if you want. I'll totally repost it. But just give people a little clip. Hey, this this spoke to me. Hey, this is great. Hey, you should listen to this. You know, if it is. I'm not telling you to say it's great if it's not to you, but you get what I'm saying. Help me get the word out. If this speaks to you, it'll surely speak to someone else. And guys, we're still looking for partners. We have 15 so far. We were looking for 100 partners at $30 a month. We have massive plans this year. I'll tell you right now, I am writing a curriculum for a kingdom school of ministry. And uh, it's going to be a two-week school. I am super excited. It's going to be in person. Um, we'll be recording it so that I can post it on YouTube. But I am excited to bring in, you know, 20, 30, 40 students. Um, and so we'll see what that looks like maybe in the summer or the fall, and I'll start pushing the word out. But to do all this stuff, all the travel I've got going on, I've got a tour, Sean Foyt. I'm traveling a bunch on my own preaching. I need your help. So we're looking for 85 more people that will commit a dollar a day. That's $30 a month. Look, if you want to join our team, our partnership team, we have a great team. Uh, go to shanewinnings.com. Just click give in the upper right-hand corner. You can sign up. And then make sure you send me a DM on Instagram. Uh, that way I can include you in our monthly Zooms. We're going to start those this month, um, actually this week. So really excited to get into that. Guys, let, let's talk about this. Weed. Do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Now it's interesting, this word dissipation, as I was reading that, I remembered that uh, Peter talks about a flood of dissipation in 1 Peter chapter 4. Listen to what he says here. 1 Peter 4, um, I've preached out of this before. You might have heard me talk about it, but he's saying, Arm yourself with the same mind, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh. For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he should no longer live the rest of his time in the flesh for the lusts of men, but for the will of God. Verse 3, For we have spent enough of our past lifetime doing the will of the Gentiles, 
walking in lewdness, lusts, drunkenness, revelries, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries. Here it is, verse 4. In regard to these, they think it strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dissipation, speaking evil of you. Now that word dissipation, I looked it up, I did a little word study, and the original text means uh, wantonness, wastefulness. It's from a compound and, uh, of, of a presumed derivative, meaning the opposite of sozo. Have you heard that word before? Sozo is the word saved. It's what Jesus came doing. So it wasn't just a ticket to heaven. It was saved. It was sozoed, uh, healed, delivered, set free, kept safe and sound, preserved, protected. It's that word sozo. And what this word literally means, dissipation, is the derivative of that. It, it means like unsavedness. So what it's saying is, don't be drunk with wine, which is like basically living as if you're not even saved. Living a wasteful life, the opposite of what Jesus paid for, but instead be filled with the Spirit. Peter is saying here, we don't do the will of the Gentiles anymore. We're, we're not walking in lewdness, lust, drunkenness, revelries, drinking parties, abominable idolatries, and people are going to think it's weird that you're not running down the same road of unsavedness as them. So what does that come into play with weed? Let me attack a few arguments first, and I want, I want to get this out of the way. I, I'll be honest, I don't know where I stand with medical marijuana. I'll just be straight up. And I've been talking to some of my friends about this. I, I just have a hard time. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying I, I don't know where I'm at. Um, I have a hard time with anything that, that grays you out, right? That like takes away your personality. I have a tough time with that um, because I don't think that's the life that, that Christ paid for. Now, obviously, he didn't pay for you to be sick, um, you know, so if it helps with your pain or something like that, like I, I understand that totally. I'm not even saying that's a sin. I'm just saying I personally don't know how I would feel if I was in that situation and it's like, okay, have pain or have limitation or do weed, you know, and, uh, or take some type of, you know, medical marijuana, THC, CBD oil, something but a lot of people, their, their personality totally changes. Some of them, their personality just kind of flatlines and they gray out. I don't, I don't know if that's any life at all. And so when it comes to the medical side, I don't really know. But I'm not talking about that today. I'm talking about people who say, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I, I smoke weed from time to time. I think it's cool. That's who this is for. I think that is a sin. And I will tell you why. Peter here is telling us not to be drunk with wine. Because when you're intoxicated, when you're buzzed, when you're drunk, right? Your inhibitions are down. Your mind is altered. You're literally in an altered state of mind. Um, so much so that there are government regulations on what you can do, um, such as driving a vehicle, driving a boat, you know? Um, you can't be so drunk in certain places or they they can cut you off like there's there's rules that have been put into place and even um even limitations specifically you know with like driving um if you're a certain age it's 0.04 if you're 21 or over it's 0.08 is the legal limit um, of intoxication which actually is not that much um and i've done a lot of testing 
of people who are intoxicated, people who seemed to think they were totally fine, but they were double the limit, you know? Um, but that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is that this drunkenness, this state of being intoxicated is what Peter is speaking against. He's not just speaking about, hey, don't drink any wine at all. One, because that would be hypocritical because, you know, Paul, not that wouldn't be hypocritical on his part, but that would be speaking out against what other apostles and disciples are teaching, even Jesus himself. I mean, Jesus's first miracle was literally turning water into wine. That's, you know, that's that says something. Uh, they had wine uh, with communion. It, it was common to drink wine. Now, obviously, there's talk of how strong was it, this and that. Well, I'll tell you that it wasn't strong enough that they were getting drunk because that's not what they're doing. I, I highly doubt that Jesus had a buzz at any time. That's not what he was about. He's not chasing some sensual feeling. And I'm building a case here for the weed, so just stay with me. So what 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 um, Paul is talking about here, you know, he's the one who told Timothy, hey, you have stomach issues, like make sure you have some wine. Why? Because that's a natural way uh, to deal with possibly some indigestion issues or something like that. He's not telling Timothy, hey, you know, go tip a few back and just feel better, you know, just take it easy. No, he's saying here is a specific cure for an ailment that you have. You know, a glass of wine, which they weren't they weren't making wine like they do now, where they're, you know, they literally are coming out with new alcohol where they're trying to get you as destroyed as they possibly can. And they even have infused alcohol with electrolytes so that you don't have a hangover. Like they are trying to promote you getting wasted and being able to recover. I mean, there's literally jokes and there's meals that are that are for the hangover, right? There, there's um, breakfast places that serve hangover meals. And I mean, it's just like that is the culture. Paul is saying, dude, don't do that. Don't be that person. And he's making a, a very important, uh, important point here. Don't be drunk with wine. Do be filled with the Spirit. Don't seek a sensual thing. Be filled with the Spirit instead. Now, when we talk about weed, it's the same thing. It is mind-altering. Um, you get high. You know, you don't get high off of alcohol. I could drink a beer right now, and I would be fine. I would have nothing happen to my body. Now, I personally have a conviction against drinking alcohol, and I will never touch another sip again, and I haven't for, you know, maybe five years now. Um, and that's just because the Lord told me if I want to go where he wants to take me I can't ever have another sip of alcohol and I said fine I'm I'm totally good with that but I have friends that enjoy a glass of wine or a drink here and there and that's up to them I don't think that they're sinning but I think when you cross the line into getting a buzz especially getting drunk I think you're in sin but here's the thing and this is where I I think we need to be careful here by the time you get tipsy, it's already too late. Your mind is already altered. By the time you get tipsy, your inhibitions are already down. So how do you know when to cut it off? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like we're, we're, we're really playing with, uh, we're, we're towing a line here unnecessarily. I just, I don't see the need for it. I don't. I think it, it opens doors to other sins. Why? Because it is 
it's sensually based. I mean, people drink because it feels good. I remember I used to drink all the time, drink with my friends, drink without my friends. It felt good to get a buzz. It felt, you just, your cares went away when you got drunk. It was like, whatever. it was so stupid. Now here's the thing with weed. Tell me how it's any different. I would argue it takes less weed to experience some type of feeling than it does alcohol. You could, you could take a shot or drink a couple of beers and you're not going to feel the same thing that you would feel from taking a hit. It's stronger, and they're making it that way on purpose. The point is this. I believe that ingesting weed, trying to get high, trying to feel something, I, I think it's a sin. I think it's very easy to make that argument. You are accomplishing the same thing that Paul is addressing here with drunkenness. You are going down a road of flesh, and it's not a good one. And there's really no reason to do it other than, well, it feels good. Well, it relaxes me. Well, it makes me, you know, chill out. I mean, that's all. Let me, let me flip it. If you're going to weed for that, then what place does God have to meet those needs? If you have an anxiety problem, you're not taking it to God. You're just taking a hit. If you need to chill out, you're not going and sitting in the presence of the Prince of Peace. You're taking a hit. If you need to wind down, you're not going to the man who said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, cast your cares upon me. You're taking a hit. You're taking matters into your own hands. And I believe that it's a sin. Here's another argument. People say, well, I, when I smoke, I feel closer to God. I can hear God more. I can get closer to God. Guys, that is demonic. Here's what you're saying. I want, I want you to be, look, look you got to let me offend you if you're one of these people. If you're one of these, these guys or girls that are, are doing this, please just allow yourself to be offended for a minute because it could save your soul. I'm being serious. I'm not coming off as holier than thou because I don't or whatever. I, I'm trying to bring the truth to you. If you don't want the truth, I don't know why you're listening to this. This could really help you, but it might cut you. Listen, if you think that weed is getting you closer to God, you are putting Jesus Christ to an open shame. You're crucifying him all over again. You're saying, Jesus, I don't need your sacrifice. It's not enough. I need this weed to get closer to the Father. It's just like people who think crystals help them heal someone. They say, well, crystal, I pray to Jesus and I use my crystals. No, stop right there. The name of Jesus is what heals the sick. The name of Jesus is what raises the dead. The name of Jesus is what casts out demons. Jesus plus nothing is what you need. When you add anything, you're saying, Jesus, you're not quite enough. I need something else. And that is idolatry. And that is shameful. It's the same exact thing with weed, guys. Don't get caught up in this lie just because you're having a sensual encounter. The Bible says this, to hear it, listen to this. The Bible says that earthly wisdom, it's not from above. It's sensual and demonic. It's based on your senses. And so you have people saying, well, I can feel God more. Or I can hear God more. Well, I just, I get closer to God when I'm smoking weed. No, you don't. It's demonic. 
It's demonic. There's no possible way that you can be. It's not true. You might feel one way, but the Bible is straight up telling you that it's demonic, and you're not feeling God. You're feeling the effects of weed. And you might even be talking to some demons, because I'm telling you that if you're trying to use weed to get to God, you're not getting to God. You're stopping at the weed. These people who, maybe someone gets healed when they pray for them using their crystals. I'm telling you, that ain't Jesus. Jesus isn't partnering with some rocks to heal someone. God is not signing off on a healing that you're praying for in the name of Jesus plus your crystals. I'm telling you that God's not giving you some revelation through your weed. You're not hearing from God and you're not meeting with him. When you use weed to try to get closer to God, you are using weed as a mediator. You are using weed as a bridge. You are using weed as an intercessor. The Bible makes it clear that there is only one way to the Father. Jesus himself said it. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He didn't talk about crystals. He didn't talk about weed. He didn't talk about alcohol. He didn't talk about anything else. It's because it's only through the torn flesh of Jesus Christ that you get to God. When you add anything to that, it becomes demonic, it's an idol, and it's wrong. The Bible says we have one intercessor, Jesus Christ, who sits at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us daily. He has become our mediator, our high priest forever. You don't need weed. And I want to end this video... In this podcast by praying for you if you're willing if you're willing to lay it down for Jesus he will take it from you but you need some discipline you need to be militant with this thing you need to be vigilant you can't just say it and then live however you want you need to be willing to hand this thing over and say Jesus I recognize this is not from you the argument of, well, God made everything and he said it was good, that doesn't fly, guys. What do you think alcohol is made from? Something that God made. And we still have instructions to not be drunk. Sex is natural. God made us. He made a man and a woman to fit perfectly together. He made them and he said it was good. You can't just go have sex with whoever you want. There's, there's commands. Buying this lie of, well, God made it, so it's perfectly fine. That is, that's lame. That's a weak argument. Come on, we can do better than that. I want you to pray with me right now. If you're struggling with weed or you need a move of God in your life to help you get free, stay free, and see clear, Look, the fear of the Lord is to hate what is evil, and that means you have to recognize what is evil so that you can hate it. You can't hate something that you're passing off as acceptable. So you just need to hate it. So just pray with me. Let's pray right now. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for every person who's listening. And God, I pray if there's anyone on here who is struggling with weed or alcohol or anything for that matter, I pray, Lord, that you would come and touch them right now in the name of Jesus. 
Listen, if you're listening to this and that's you, you need to offer this to the Lord right now. You need to repent of doing it and you need to determine in your mind that this is not the life you want to live. You do not want to continue doing what you're doing and you are committing to the Lord saying, I am going to walk this thing out the best that I possibly can, turning away from my addiction, from my usage of whatever substance. You need to say that to the Lord. Father, I thank you for repentance falling over this group right now who's listening. I pray right now, in the name of Jesus, I bind every demonic uh, spirit that would come against these friends and bind them up with drugs and alcohol. I break off every spirit, every assignment of addiction right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I command it to come off of these people and I cast you to the pit now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you would come and burn out every chemical thing in their body that is wired to have them crave this thing. I pray for healing in bodies right now. I pray for renewed minds now in the name of Jesus, minds that would not fantasize of this substance abuse and substance usage in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for renewing ways of thinking. I thank you for grace over these friends as they walk away from these things that so easily ensnare and open up the doors to more sensual living, more temptation, more sin. I thank you for your mercy, God, that triumphs over judgment. And I praise you, Lord, that you have better things ahead for these friends. I pray, Lord, that you would come and and reveal yourself to these friends as more than enough. The ones who have bought the lie that they need these sensual things. God, I pray that you would reveal to them the heart behind this passage that Paul wrote, that they would be filled with the Spirit. Listen, if you're hearing this now, I want you to pray and say, God, please fill me with your Spirit. I don't want to be filled with drugs or weed or anything else anymore. I want to be filled with your spirit. Just ask him to fill you now. Cry out from the depths of your heart. Say, God, please fill me. I don't want to be filled with the world anymore. It never satisfies. Lord, I thank you that you said you were a good father and that if we asked for bread, you wouldn't give us a stone. I thank you, Lord, for these friends that are asking for your spirit and that you are faithful to pour it out on all flesh. I bless them, Lord. We bless you. You are mighty to save, and I thank you that we need nothing else other than the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Guys, listen. If this episode spoke to you, if it helped you, if it, it you got free anything, please share this. Get the word out. Send me some DMs. Maybe you got some testimonies, or let me know how you're doing. You know, a week or two from now, if you're weed-free, if you're alcohol-free, let me know. Send me the testimonies. I'd love to share. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.